grab your favorite beverage, kick up your feet as you ascend with me into the joy portal of soul reflections, fresh perspectives, fun ideas, and wisdom. Light to light and heart to heart. Smile and breathe even deeper as together we will soar above the perception of all hurdles and shine brightly as the light we are. Namaste and welcome to Light Laughter and Lattes. My name is Jerry Habstreet. I'm an evasive quantum healer, medical intuitive, self-ascension intuitive counselor, and your friend and soul connection for the next hour. So welcome Oneness Talk Radio Facebook and Oneness Talk Radio YouTube, Oneness Talk Radio, and all of those who are listening via podcast on Anchor, Spotify, and all the affiliates. Welcome and happy Wednesday. We are in the middle of the week. And if you don't know, we are in this, the month of September, which has been in the experience of 12 days of mastery in each day. And it has been extremely intense for me. I don't know how it has been for you. I am seeing clients that are definitely feeling this and they don't know that that's what they're feeling, but there's a lot of anxiety and a lot of people having a hard time sleeping. I've even felt the anxiety energy. The COVID experience didn't bring up any anxiety in me, but this month is doing it. It is bringing up everything very quickly, very fast. We are getting the opportunity to really experience our mastery, to use the tools that we have very quickly to move through things. So it can be trying, it can be stressful, The body is screaming because so much is happening so quickly. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about the anxiety. And I know this is something that's been going on for quite some time with a lot of people, Um, the anxiety and then also the difficulty in sleeping. And so first of all, I mean, all these things, of course, we are body, mind, and spirit. spirit. We're not just one aspect. So we always have to take care of all parts of ourselves because with a lot of anxiety comes stress. And so there's things that we, you know, that are just wise that we should do. So one of the things, one of the key things I tell everyone is, you know, who and what are you connected to? Right. If you are connected to the news media at all in any way, all that energy, and there's a lot of it, um, stress energy, a lot of anger, a lot of, you know, you're not safe, a lot of fear, all of that will cause anxiety. So just being connected with it, even if it doesn't, you know, I've heard people say, well, you know, I watch this stuff, but it doesn't trigger me. I have my own view on it. That's fine. But regardless, if you are connecting to anything, think of the word connecting. We create invisible cords that literally go out and attach ourselves to whatever we're connected with. So if you are in a group of people you gather with as friends, often you are energetically connected to them, probably even when you're not even with them. Okay, so any of the groups you're a part of, any of the Facebook people you regularly read about, 
These are all connections that you're having in your life. And so if these connections don't bring you joy, they don't bring you peace, then I invite you to take a look at those things because you may be getting some of the anxiety energy being fed to you through other means. Um, another thing to take a look at is your house or your home area. Is it peaceful? Do you like everything you look at? Is it organized? Is it clean? You know, it, or is it chaotic? Do you have a lot of things stored underneath your bed so the energy can't flow and it's getting stuck? And so that's the experience you're having at nighttime when you're sleeping. You know, so do you have peaceful things in your house or apartment? I like to have bowls of water. I like to have flow, a running fountain, or maybe um, essential oils um, misting in the air that carry the energies that I enjoy. I like a lot of color and flowers and things to, to look at, crystals around for energy. Um, we can be bombarded with the EMFs. And especially at nighttime when you go to sleep, if you have your phone next to your head on your nightstand, which I know a lot of people do, that can contribute to a harder time of sleeping. Um, I have this great handy device. I have my router in another room that I don't even go into, so I don't walk by it. And I have it um, connected into a, um, it's like a machine, it's not a machine, it's just another outlet that I can control with a remote. So when I'm in bed at night, I can turn the remote off and the router turns off so there's no EMF circulating in my apartment at all at nighttime when I'm trying to sleep. And so you can, you can get these things, and it was $15, $20, $25, I don't know, didn't cost much, but I am completely EMF free in my apartment when I'm sleeping. You know, and the salt lamps are wonderful. So there's a number of things you can do to help with the energy to make sure that you are, you've got the buzzy energy out of your field, you're connected to good things, things that make you happy. But then outside of that, the really number one thing that I'm seeing with the anxiety, and, and I know it's for me whenever anxiety comes up within me, because I've gotten those other things taken care of. And other things too, I forgot to mention are nourishment. Are you nourishing your body well with good nourishing food, right? Not processed food. I'm personally vegan, grain-free, sugar-free. If you have a lot of anxiety, sugar is not going to help that. Um, neither is caffeine, it'll make it worse. So those are some of the things. Um, a wonderful tool that I use instead of is coffee and I love my coffee and lattes and occasionally I have them, but when the energy is intense like it is right now, I don't want more caffeine. I've got enough energy going on. And so Dandy Blend is an awesome herbal substitute. It tastes a lot like coffee and it's burdock root and the dandelion root. And it happens to be very healthy for you, really good for you know, helping with blood sugar, releasing extra water in the body. 
Um, you can look it up, but that is also something I do when we are in these high um, frequency energies, what well, things are going really fast and you want to have more of a calm presence in your body. Um, that's another key. Um, also B vitamins. So if you're feeling a lot of stress, the B vitamins are the stress vitamin. So, you know, maximize on those right now. And another biggie is the minerals, um, specifically the calcium, the iron, and the magnesium. They help to oxidize the blood. They help to ignite the energy flow in your body. So some of those things are just good personal things you could do to the physical body to help it. But above and beyond that, what I'm seeing, feeling, and knowing about the anxiety is really, it's a matter of the heart. And it, it's a call, it's a call. That anxiety energy, if it's not any of the other outer things that I mentioned and you're still experiencing it, it's the body calling to you to take a look at some unfinished business. And all of our unfinished business most often has to do with the heart. So any of the, the, um, the energies that we typically carry around the past, so past traumas, past dramas that weren't healed or balanced, um, any of the painful thing with relationships, right? I, a lot of people going through divorce, you know, all of that stuff is primarily held in the sacral chakra which is right below the belly button. And that's typically where those energies are held right there in our creative organs, right? And when that energy is coming up, right? When the energy is intense, the energy is gonna come up. And when it comes up, it like triggers the brain because usually it's anger and usually behind the anger is sadness. And instead of coming up immediately as an anger and, or sadness, it'll trigger the ego and you'll feel it as an anxious anxiety type energy. And you won't know that's what it is unless you heed the call and stop and listen. And that's really what it's, it's trying to get you to do. It's a call to presence. You can let it go and you can be distracted by it and you can keep trying to move through your day and do your things in this anxious energy. And I've done that. <laughs> Sometimes I forget my own advice and I will actually get caught, caught up in the moment in the day and the experience and I won't stop and listen. And if you stop and listen and put your hand on your heart and start breathing, sometimes the energies will just simply lift and be gone or you'll immediately feel maybe the anger and then a little bit behind that, you'll feel the tears. And that was the energy of the past coming up to be looked at and acknowledged and just brought presence to, you know, or released. Do you need to scream? Do you need to swing a pillow? You know, what do you need to do to get it out? And then it can go and you will find that you are back in your presence again but it's always a call to the heart because these issues in the lower chakras that aren't, that are unfinished stuff that we hold on to don't release until we open the heart. It's like the heart is this, this 
gateway. It's this magical gateway that is like right in the center of our lower and upper chakras, right? It's like the, the gateway to the higher realms. And really, we can't totally connect there until we've done enough work that we are primarily residing in our heart. And it's also the gateway for releasing the lower chakras, because we are not going to release any of that stuff, any of the chakras below, if we don't open the heart. So it's this magical key. It's this, this gateway to really all our healing of our past lives. And by past life, I mean just past experiences in this life. And then it's the gateway to igniting and opening up to higher experiences. And so it, it, it does a lot of things. It, it is... It has four ventricles. It's got the left and the right ventricles, right? And it's, it's all about the, you know, it's got just in the heart itself, the masculine and feminine side, the giving and the receiving side, the, the four, the number four, which is about perfect balance, right? The still center within. Are you able to stand in your still center like the cross? you know, giving and receiving in perfect balance. And so it is constantly circulating our blood, which is our joy, and moving those energies in and out of the body. So it's this, this key center that is really, um, really calling us, really calling us to stay here, stay in the center, because we can so easily get out of that center so easily we've got so many opportunities i mean there's distractions galore primarily designed to keep us in our heads to keep us anxious to keep us out of our hearts because if when we're heart centered and we are residing in our hearts and they're open and we are in our presence that's where the magic happens we're all very magical from that state of being and that energy emanates to everyone around us. And, and we instantly became, you know, it's like sharing the virus of love, right? All you have to do is be heart centered and open with another person and they feel that. And so it is like, um, it's, it's a virus. It's a virus in its own right. It's a virus of love and open heartedness. So when we can stay in that space, you know, we become great creators and manifestors of all things beautiful that we're, that we're focusing on. So when I, I'm, I'm seeing is, is a lot of these, um, a lot of this anxiety being triggered in people and, you know, people don't know, go to the heart, hand on the heart, be in your presence and, you know, take a look at it. And, and really, honestly, these are a lot of things that People don't want to look at it. They, they spent a good part of their life pushing it down so they didn't have to look at it. Or they were, it happened when they were a child and they didn't have the resources necessary to look at it. It was too much to process. The scene was too big. And so the heart gets closed a bit because it was hurt. And those, those energies get stored away. And so the anxiety rising up is really a, a signal that some of these energies are coming up to be looked at. So are you taking the time and the presence to look at them, to acknowledge them, 
to touch them and, and, and just let them go. You don't need to drown in them. They just need an, an acknowledgement. And the beautiful thing is, is once, once we do continue to keep opening the heart and in releasing, releasing these usually unforgiveness, judgment, traumas, whatever it may be from the sacral, then now the energy is free and it will lift. It will lift up through the body. It will lift into the solar plexus. Well, the solar plexus is our area of trust. It's the Dantian, right? It's our power center. It's our area of empowerment. Our area of, you know, like kind of knowing what's good for you and being able to move forward with it and take action on it. And who doesn't want more of that? And so as the, as the sacral traumas and dramas and unforgiveness and all that is released, that energy rises up and it fuels our empowerment center, which is also our digestion, right? So now we have more energy to digest our food. We have more empowerment energy. We have more energy period to move forward in our life. And so anytime there's, there's energy congestions in the lower areas, it affects us all the way up. And the, the nice thing is, is, or not the nice thing, but yeah, it, it, we'll say it's a, a nice thing, is that the area that's holding on to these past pains and hurts and such, which is the sacral area, it, it's directly connected to our vision. And so when we have a lot of um, past, unhealed, finished stuff clogging our sacral chakra, excuse me, it also clogs our vision. So we're not seeing clearly. So then we have a harder time creating a vision for our future. We, and we're not seeing clearly, you know, if we take the time to see the gifts of those experiences, the energy clears and our eyesight gets clearer. Hence, we have more clarity and more wisdom, right? So it's, it's all connected. It's all connected. So as those energies rise up and, and are healed, then a, a bonus of that is that our vision gets greater and our clarity gets greater. So I want to go back a little bit on, on the heart. As I talked about it, it resonates with number four. So in ascended numerology, um, all the numbers zero through 12 um, have a meaning. Well, it so happens that the four is connected directly to the heart. So a, a call to watch out for is if you are seeing the number four often, if it's showing up in your experience, it's a call to the heart. And you might see this as two twos, you might see it as a 13, you might see it as four ones, you might see it as a four, and they all have different meanings of how you're getting to that heart, but regardless, it's still about that. So, and it's about, you think about the, the four, it's the, per, the cross, right? The perfect cross. And it's about being able to stand in the still center. You know, can you go through your life and be in the still center meaning you're not still operating in the past. You're not worried or focused on the future. You're right here, right now, right? Your life becomes the meditation. 
You don't even have to take time out to meditate because it's where you are, right? That's, that's the place of perfect balance, the four. And it's a lot about the balance of not, not only your life in balance, but the balance of giving and receiving. So the left side of our body, we receive. We, our, our bodies are even set up that way. On the left side, we receive. We receive with our left hand. We give or we clear with, with the right hand or the right side. And so it, it's good as, as I have been moving into a place of perfect balance. It's all about taking a look at, am I giving in relation to my receiving? And am I receiving in relationship to my giving? So I know many people who are going to be listening to this right now tend to be a lot of healers, creatives, those kind of people. And I know that um, giving is really, really easy for you and receiving has been more of a challenge. And that's how it was for me. And, and we live in a society where it's almost like if you're a receiver, you're somehow um, selfish right? Receivers are selfish. You need to give. It's not true. It, it, it couldn't be more opposite than that. To receive, now think about receiving. To be in your presence right here, right now, not in the past, not thinking about the future, right now, you are receiving your truth, you're receiving the flow of divine energy coming through you in your presence right now. Isn't that the ultimate of receiving? To receive your divine energy that is you being connected right now with your soul for guidance and for that energy, that is the ultimate in receiving. And so many people can't do that. To be totally present you have to be present with yourself. In order for me to be present with other people, even to listen in a conversation, I can't do that if I can't hold presence for myself. And so if I can be present with myself, I can be present with others and I can be totally there for them. And so the ultimate act of love for ourselves is to be able to be receive and to stay present. But those who are challenged with that find it easily to be distracted. You know, look at this, look at that, look at the phone and do anything but be present in the moment. Because if you're present in the moment, then you have to look at yourself. And it's not so easy to look at yourself because then you have to love yourself. And that is an act of receiving as well. And so to... Be able to stay in the perfect center of balance, meaning watch your, if you're in a, in a place in your life where you've been run down, how much are you giving to other people? Maybe in that period of time, you need to not give and just pull away and give to yourself. And then once your cup starts to fill up, you can overflow and you can share with others. You know, same thing for money. If money becomes short, don't feel like you need to keep giving here and there with money. Give at the level that you're receiving so that you're constantly in balance. 
and as you give, you'll receive, but you, there's a way to do it in balance. And so many don't talk about that when they, when they're talking about their um, tithing and their um, law of abundance. Um, there's more to it. Balance is a key part of that. And the heart and being able to receive and give and receive is even a bigger part of that. So it goes a lot further than, than what they share. And so looking at the four in, in the giving, in the receiving, um, and being able to, 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 to offer presence and to be in the center and just think how much of service you can be from that state. So to, to be in a place where, where you're not triggered, you're not in the past, you're not in the future, where you're right there. Um, I can share with you last summer in August, I was on a main street in Boise and I was just going out into the freeway and somebody rear-ended me and her car did not make it at all. She pulled over and the hood went up and it was, it was totaled and fluids were coming out of it. And I pulled over to the side as well, but I was in this place of absolute presence like I had never been before and I was able to walk over to her and see if she was okay and she was in such a state of being frantic that she couldn't even you know manage the the phone calls that she needed to make like her to her insurance company so she gave me her insurance information and I went back to my car and I called the police department and I called her insurance I called my insurance and while I was on the phone, she was standing outside of my door crying <laughs> and the police officer came and knocked on my window and was looking for my um, registration and information. And I was able to stay on the phone with the insurance company, direct the police officer and add a little attention to the woman outside. And I was able to handle all these things simultaneously in the middle of an accident because I was in such a place of presence. And the end result of the whole car experience, and I do believe it was largely due to the fact of where my energy was in the process of it. I, I was only in a space of love for this person who didn't, who was very, very scared. She didn't mean to hit me. Um, she actually probably wasn't present, which is why she hit me. And um, I ended up getting a, through a series of magical events, I ended up getting practically a brand new car that ended up only costing me $500. So it, it ended up being a huge gift, but it was because I was able to stay in the center. And so just think about the world that we're in right now with all the things going on. Um, if you can stay in that place of perfect balance and that place of being in the center, what service you can be to those people around you. And so guys, a byproduct of doing the heart work is that everything in our outer world is a mirror. It's a reflection, right? So if you have done the heart work, you've opened up the heart and done the heart work, Everything's going to mirror that. Everything's going to mirror that. All the relationships you have with people, 
any partnership, relationships in the family, a any of your experiences, whether you're crossing people at the market, um, your abundance, your, your, your monetary flow is going to reflect your ability to, to give and receive and balance. If you're out of balance, it'll be reflected in the balance of your checkbook. It'll be reflect, reflected in the balance of how hard you're working and what you're getting in return. And so you will know how well you're doing based on the outer mirrors. And so through my healing process, I'm constantly being shown mirrors. And I know you are too, um, just not everyone's aware of the mirrors. So when I do my healing work and I've done the forgiveness practice and I'm going to go there next, um, is I'm doing my forgiveness practice and say there's someone that um, there was a little, mm, you know, tough energy, maybe, I don't know, congested energy, let's call it that, around that person. And I've done the forgiveness per work and I've released them. Oftentimes I will get a phone call or a text or something from that person right afterwards. And that is like a sign that the energy that was holding the two of you together, because literally if there is any um, energy still between you and someone else, that's another one of those invisible cords. You still have a cord to that person right? And it's not until you've dissolved or resolved that energy that the cord is free. And once it frees, oftentimes you will get a call back because that person on the other end will notice it. And they won't know what they're noticing. It's all subconscious, of course, but they're used to having that tied to you through the anger or the pain or whatever it was. And all of a sudden, a message will come back and it might just be a hi, how are you doing? But regardless, it, it's a sign to you that, hey, it's working. I've had so many of these signs, and it happens every time I do you know, the healing work around someone. Immediately when the release happens, I, I will get some kind of a notification backwards, back again. So these, these are all signs of the reflections that we get. So as you do the work, you get the immediate results. And so I want to talk a bit about some of the things you can do. So the first practice I recommended was the hand to the heart. And that's if, you know, anxiety is immediate, hands to the heart right away and just start breathing into the heart. Just breathe into the heart. And you can ask what it is. You can ask what the heart is, you know, what's there, what's needing to be looked at. Um, sometimes it's just a lift and noticing and it's gone and you're back to presence again. You know, sometimes there is a wave of anger and then sometimes there's tears. One of the things I've noticed that when I'm in an extreme anxiety, if I go to, um, you know, watch something heartwarming, maybe the Hallmark Channel, you know, for me, oftentimes it's young kids singing or something like that. I will immediately be in tears and just letting the tears flow, finding a way to trigger the tears. And you don't even have to know what it is you're crying about. It's just a release of energy that needs to come out. And if it can come out through tears, fine. And once I'm done crying, then I'm back to presence again. So you can find those, you know, try it. Find the heartwarming shows. Find anything that will open your heart. 
Hallmark Channel. I mean, there's lots of wonderful YouTubes on different things. Um, the fascinating thing that happens to me if I go to my personal Facebook page, when I'm going through those experiences, there'll always be five or 10 feeds that'll bring me to tears, whatever it is that people are posting. But there'll be enough things there that the universe is presenting to me. It's like the universe is saying, here, let me help you out. Let me give you something to cry about to help you release this anxiety energy that you're feeling. And so, you know, go to them. If that's what's being presented in front of you during that experience, follow the energy, right? And, um, and let the tears flow. I found that that helps. Um, the forgiveness practice, priceless. I, I have done this practice, I bet, a hundred times. If you don't know it, um, you can go to my website. It's Jerry, G-E-R-I, Hab, H-A-B, dot Wix site, and you will find my website. If you go to Healing Tools, go down to the Forgiveness Practice, and it's a seven-day practice. You do them at morning and night, and you're writing you know, forgiveness sentences 35 times in the morning for someone else, 35 times at night um, for yourself. It, it might be in reverse. And you're doing this, you know, 70 messages you're writing out for seven days in a row. And if you miss one day, you have to start over again. And I've done this practice for, I've done it for years, done it a number of times. And the one thing about the heart healing is that it takes longer than you think, <laughs> or it, it takes longer than I think. I, I've had experiences in my life that I thought should I should have been able to be through and healed in a year or two years. Well, for me, it's now six years and I'm still experiencing sadness around things. And so it seems like, you know, some of these issues that we have they can be tied to the lineage. They can be tied way, way back. And so it may take a lot longer than our conscious mind is even aware of to completely heal it. And we don't know how much we're doing and we don't know for how many people we're healing. And I just had this conversation with the girlfriend the other day who does what I do. And wow, I mean, really, we're still healing that? Well, I guess, I guess so. Regardless, if it's still coming up, it's still there. And so um, an act of self-love is to not judge that and just let it out. Recognize it for what it is and just let it out. Um, I'm wondering if I have any more exercises that I can give you on, on the anxiety. I don't think so. That's all I can come up with for now. But the um, forgiveness practice is wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Um, even if you're not on the path of self-ascension, it's just all around good for er everyone. So give that one a try. So we have about 15 minutes left or so, and I thought that it would be fun to do a Cards of Clarity reading for everyone. Um, I cannot say enough about the Cards of Clarity. They are so accurate. And I use them all the time when I have something going on in my emotional body 
or I'm questioning something, I can do a reading on these and I will always get my answer. And so they are so much fun. I want to do a reading for everyone who's listening. So the intention was, what is it that those who are listening need to hear now? And so this reading is for you and it's for me. Um, they are a group of cards that consist of archangel cards, benevolent ones, ascended masters, and then chakra cards. So cards that are really calling out to your physical body. And so it's a nice mix of all of them. Um, they look like this on the outside. You can't see that too well, but anyways, so they just have a real simple energy on them. And I asked, um, wh what is it that the group needs to hear now? And I did um, an, a, the, the crown chakra reading, so it's four cards. And so the first card is on, on this reading in, in the card in the area of the one, it is, it is um, this is the gateway to your higher self. And I got this card. I don't know if you can see it, but it's Archangel Sophia. And by the way, the angels are with us because out of the four cards I pulled, three of them are Archangelic cards. So Arch Archangel Sophia. I'll read that for you. Unity through the love of a pure heart is calling to you in all aspects of your life. To fully embrace this gift, you must begin with yourself. If you are carrying any judgment about your body, your life, your actions, it is time to honor them with the unifying energy of love. This is not the romantic or false love that is transient. Rather, call forth from within the love that is you is all and is ever present. Let this recognition be the catalyst for change and growth. And so if you get a reversed card, um, I didn't pull them out in, in, in any reversed orders. It would read this, and I like to read them both because it gets you a really good sense of, of all aspects of the card. The call to stop judging yourself and others is loud and present. Literally everything can be resolved when you bring to the forefront the recognition that you are enough, just as you are. This is the essential union seeking expression in this moment. Love yourself enough to let go of your assumptions. Float, if even for a moment, in your truth, and everything will change seemingly instantaneously. So, loving that we get Sophia is our number one card when we're talking about the heart because truly that would definitely be a heart card to let go of judgment. Okay, our second card, and this is in the position of the message or energy that is seeking integration for you to enter the gateway. And this is the root chakra card. I don't know if you can see this, but this is the root chakra card. And the reading for this card is, everyone wants a home, a place to call their own, to be safe to grow. The home of your body is calling you to gently and lovingly 
Acknowledge it as the foundation of this expression of your soul's life. This body is housing you. It is the temple that you worship in every moment of every day. You are safe within this body and you are growing with it. Stop and acknowledge your beautiful body. Be sure you are taking good care of this home of the soul. Let peace enter your life through the recognition that you are safe now and all is well. Okay, in the third position, the primary issue you are now ready to accept with ease and flow. And so the primary energy we are all ready to accept with ease and flow is Archangel 3, Uriel. And this is what we're all getting ready to accept. Transformation. The joy of transformation is surrounding you now. Enjoy the moment and feel a golden glow and circle your head. Can you accept the gift of being totally present with yourself? This transcends all emotional boundaries and opens the cosmic doorway for you to celebrate that you are alive now. And being here in this moment is a choice you made from the space of pure love. Step into this transformation with full recognition that the timing is perfect and all is in divine order. And reverse, transformation is seeking to express through you. The resistance that is showing up in this situation feels more like a fire than a cleansing light. Accept that this is how you have chosen your transformation to come forth. Once you see the gift and how this moment is bringing greater clarity, the fire will transform into brilliant light. You will not ever need to walk through this again. You are safe through this process as you allow yourself to know without doubt that you have not done anything wrong. And the final one is the four. This is the primary issue you are ready to resolve. And it's Archangel Six, Duma. And that's what this one looks like. I hope you're seeing that okay on there. So Duma, the silence is calling you. Within its loving arms are all the answers and is your time to begin fully claiming this inherent gift that exists within each soul. Through your interaction with silence, the powerful lesson of non-interference will illuminate your life's expression with greater form and presence. Breathe fully every morning and invite silence into every action, every moment. From this space, the truth will unfold with certainty. Reversed, words will not serve the situation. Words are a catalyst that often confuse rather than clarify, and there are simply too many words around you. Pay attention to your words and the words of others as they apply to the situation. Often words interfere with the truth that is seeking expression. Begin listening more often, and you'll be delighted with the results. And so that is a reading. And I love that because it's, it's, it's a reading of the whole topic today about the heart and presence. 
and releasing judgment. So perfect. I hope you enjoyed the reading. And it has been my absolute pleasure to be with you today. Come and visit my website, jerryhab.wixsite.com. And I work with people online. I work with people in person. I can do distant healings, distant balancings, soul chart readings, which I love to do. Um, I'm going to start a mentoring program as well. So come and see. I've got a blog and um, I write some articles and put them on my blog. And so come and check it out and see if there's something there for you that might help you. Um, certainly there is in the healing tools section. And until next week, I hope you have a great week. Uh, hope you're able to use some of those tools. If you see anxiety rising up, um, it seems to be pretty strong this month with people. So, um, you know, remember the presence, remember to put the hand on the heart and do the breathing and you will get through it. So have a lovely week. Namaste. Thank you for listening in to Light Laughter and Lattes. It has been my honor and pleasure. Please visit jerryhab.wix.com and check out my services and my packages. I work with people in person and from a distance, and I also give free 15-minute consultations. And so until next week, may your week be filled with light, laughter, and a whole lot of love. <laughs>